everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is your host, Gourmet. I hope that you all are doing well. Uh, a, a quick note, you, you know, if you listened to last week's episode, it was uh, best of week, but we're, we're back at it again this week. And I do have some new guests lined up in January, but I do have one more returning guest I wanted to get in here as we're starting the new year. He has been on this, like, right now, he's probably tied with, with we had Anthony DiDomenico on two weeks ago, and he is one of the most prolific guests on the show, but I think this guest might have been on more, might be on more than him now. Once we get this episode in the bank, so I am excited to once again have John Arpino on the Fat Guy Forum. John, how are you doing tonight? What's going on, brother? Thank you for having me back. I'm glad. I'm glad you're back. Uh, originally, so everyone knows, we were trying to actually have it be me, John, and and Anthony at the same time because everyone loves us just being fools together. But we had some <laughs> tech issues, so decided to to split it up and I, I think it's going to end up going in a good direction because Anthony had our top Anthony and I had our topic and the real reason I was thinking you know having you come back on the show was uh, I would love for us to to I you know people are seeing it the name of the episode has something to do with being like the state of the weight loss union and I by no means suggest that we're leaders in that community but more we're observers and we're able to kind of see things that are going on and see how people are conducting themselves and right now if people haven't noticed there's a lot of negativity going around like a ton negative tactics like we'll we'll call out some of it specifically and whether we actually you know i'll leave it up to you if you want to say names or not like i don't think we have to because honestly some of these voices i don't want to give more credence to you you know i don't want because I don't want anyone listening to be like, oh, I'll go check them out. And then they get a follow, you know, they get out of it what they want out of it. So let's, we'll, we'll get to talk about that. But it's also the start of the year. And I think it's almost like at this time of the year, as much as it's a starting point for people, it's also like a, a big place of negativity historically for people who are already kind of in the game. You know, the whole, you know. I can't wait till the New Year's resolution or start quitting and get out of my gym and make my gym not busy anymore instead of any kind of positivity about, wow, there's a lot of people in the gym right now and how can I help keep them here? Um, and that, which has existed long before the internet, you know, has now translated to there being some pretty negative messages we're seeing people put out there, you know, and I know specifically, John, you're in, you're in the weight, excuse me, coughing, um, weight loss surgery community and you know besides the constant kind of undercurrent of hey you guys took the easy way out there have been some some jackholes for back of a lack of a better word just out there full-on calling out people that have had weight loss surgery and basically saying they hope you regain the weight they hope you don't lose weight to begin with like some real negativity what what are what, anything you want to chime in on with there or like get a start you know so your i mean perspective, for those that don't yeah, hundred percent. So, for those listening that may have never heard me on the show before, uh, again, I'm John Arpino. I've lost three hundred pounds. Um, I did that doing, um, you know, working out, changing my lifestyle. I had bariatric surgery back in 2016, um, and I've kept the weight off ever since. Uh, so, like Gormy said before, I definitely wouldn't say that we're leaders of a community, but we're definitely observers. We've been here for quite a while, and <clears throat> I think. Gormy and I can both say that we've seen the weight loss community as a whole have ebbs and flows. Um, and right now, there's so much toxicity when it comes to um, you know weight loss Instagram or weight loss social media in general that it's just so hard to navigate through the muck that I truly feel for the people that are just, you know, getting into not only their weight loss journey, but like wanting that extra boost and trying to find it online or even, you know, finally gaining enough courage to share that their own weight loss journey and have to look at and and hear just all this negativity and, and disgustingness that has been happening because... I remember when I first started my weight loss journey, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it was now, you know. And before before Gormy and I got on the call, we were we were saying how how just like you know, people are doing this, you know, for for a ton of reasons. Mainly obviously just to pop a number, to pop a view. Um, because somewhere along the line, 
being famous obviously became more attractive than actually changing lives and you know we can't we can't change people's minds or change their goals so we're just sitting on the sidelines watching this all go down and watching a community that we both love and respect kind of burn to the ground right oh for sure it's because and for those you know and if you're out there listening to this and you're like i'm not aware of any of this you know i'm i'm personally happy for you like if you haven't seen some of the some of this garbage like it it comes down to like i honestly and in the i think the hard thing is like some of the accounts that have gone really negative in in the in the most recent times you know the past couple of months are accounts that didn't start that way you know and are are people that were never really you know and yes everyone's got their you know their message like and i i think part of it is like and th- and this is when we start to get into really murky waters because if you talk about you know use the word toxic people immediately are like oh yeah they're just being sensitive or you talk about like fat shaming like people get real you know people get really sensitive you know and you you talk about the fact that you know people are judging other people based on the path that they're choosing for their journey which i think there there was and again i don't want this just to be the two of us sitting here being like you know, back in my day, a person, yeah. <laughs> a person who had weight loss surgery and a person who was keto could sit down together for a meal and enjoy time <laughs> together. And, you know, and then put the, you know, if you if you had a, an extra nickel, you could keep the oil lamp going for another hour and hang out together. Uh, That's right. <laughs> but it but it really it has become this place where it's like if you talk about the, the, the tools that you've used to lose weight, you're immediately having people who are like, you're wrong. It doesn't work for everyone. Show me a study that's going to tell me that this actually works. You know, this is this percentage of people gain weight back. So that's a fit, you know, you're automatically going to fail. And that, I think that's been, you know, a constant, you know, that's a little bit of a constant thing. Like it, that's always been there, you know, and, and I think that that's always going to stay there. You right, know, you're, you're, you're always going to have your naysayers. You're always going to have the people that are going to try to poke holes and everything. But I think, I think what it truly comes down to right now is there's a lot of tribalism, you know, um, the, the weight loss surgery kids stay with the weight loss surgery kids, the keto kids stay with the keto kids, the, the naturals stay with the naturals and so on and so forth. And, Everyone kind of like gangs up on each other as if as if social media is like the cafeteria in high school, you know, instead when we should all just kind of be I mean, listen, I'm not looking for a world that's rainbows and butterflies. I mean, you know me. I don't care. I, I could really care less. But when it comes to seriously like wanting to change people's lives and like you're you're lucky enough to be given that platform, you know, I think that's a huge responsibility and I think, you know, I take a lot of pride in in the things that I've obviously accomplished and the the um, things that I am able to do because of, you know, the following that I've, I've had now. Um, and I look at these pages and I'm just like, man, you're such a letdown, you know, like I'm ashamed that you have a massive amount of following, you know, like because – I watched a lot of these pages when they were really small. I saw when they, you know, started to draw big numbers and, and, you know, they started attracting an audience. And then you can literally pinpoint almost kind of like where they sold their soul. You know what I mean? And you, you see that, that person or those people, you see them change right before their eyes, uh, right before your eyes, excuse me. And, and you, you see them kind of lose the spark of why they started. You know, and I think also like when you and I first started on social media, I I don't think there was this um, like there were people that obviously started weight loss transformation pages or just weight loss journey pages in general to draw followers. But I, I don't think the end goal was was becoming a viral sensation as, as it is now. Obviously, we live in a, in a totally different world now. Um, but a lot of those people from back then, like, they were really set on changing lives. And, you know, you and I are two of those people kind of from that generation that, you know, we say the things that we say because we live through the moments. And we know that there's other people out there living through those same moments. And I don't know about you, man, but I don't want anyone to feel what I was feeling back then. 
you know, and for now, for now to have, let's just, we'll, we'll call the elephant out in the room right now. So to have two individuals go on their social media platform and to start body shaming, to start speaking down to entire communities um, is wrong. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It's absolutely wrong, especially when when those two individuals came from the same trenches, you know, as the as the rest of the individuals. Like they lived it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's and, the, you know. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and the the thing that I find really interesting is like historically, I, I think a lot of the negativity I see used to come from, for the most part from people that have never had never really experienced being overweight, you know, they were, you know, um, athletes that had a bad off season, you know, or graduated from college, you know, was a, a division one, you know, college athlete left college, got married and put on 30 pounds, lost the 30 pounds, you know, and then was like, you know, preaching to people that had spent their entire lives morbidly obese and coming, digging themselves out of holes that are a lot deeper. And again, everyone's experience is different, but you know, that was where a lot of that, you know, just suck it up and do it. You know, that you're lazy, you're weak, you suck, you're going to fail. You know, a lot of those voices were from people that had never really been there. So I think it was easier to dismiss voices like that. Whereas now, even, you know, some of the, the louder voices in all of this have struggled with weight loss themselves, you know, and went, use their own tools to do it and have seen members of their families use tools that they're bad mouthing, like the negative, like it's just, and it really is, it comes down to that. And it, part of it is like, is dealing with human nature. It's dealing with this idea that like, and you know this, like if you want someone to pay attention to your message you have to hook them in within like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely, so when you, you have. So when you say something horrific, people are like, what the heck? Did someone just say that? Did they say that out loud? Like, I, I'm, I'm going to pay attention and to see you know where this goes. And then you either end up agreeing with something they're saying, and so you're cheering them on and following them, or more so you disagree so you start a fight in their comments and more and more people start to either defend them or defend you and you know it just becomes this whole like they're getting what they wanted which is more eyes on themselves more eyes on their content and losing sight of the fact that the idea was here's my experience and i'm trying to inspire someone who doesn't know where they should go or what they should do like i feel bad for the people that are just stepping you know, may, all of us have been on social media for a long time now in our lives. You know, generations growing. You know, we've got current generations that have had phones since they were little kids. Like, it's not like social media is new. But the idea of sharing this experience, this part of your life, can be very new for some people. And when they then step into that arena and see people just yelling that they're doing it wrong or that they're cheating or that everyone is is lying like yes you know we get it it's like you said it goes back to the idea of, of tribalism where it's like everyone wants to pivot to have weight like i have i have people like so i'm i'm in the keto space you know gourmet keto is is my handle like right. keto is my lifestyle it's the tool is that it? i That's use your handle? yeah it is at this point um <laughs> but the fact that like people that i know who respect me and i consider myself friends with I see them doing reels that are like, don't listen to the, you know, all keto is telling you is that carbs make you fat and don't listen to those people. And I'm like, that is not something I have ever said, but ever you're, said, you're right. painting a community with a brush because you want people to pay attention to your message. So it's, I, if I make people think you're, you know, if I fear monger people in this direction, I can get them to pay attention to me because fear and anger and those things, strong emotions are things that direct people. The same thing with, People that are, yeah, you know, and you, and this is something you and I have discussed on this podcast before, and I've discussed it with many guests, like the people that somehow at this point in the world think that the decision to have weight loss surgery is a decision that's made quickly, easily, flippantly, and it's a smooth, easy process for the people, and they never have to work, and they never have to, you know, and it's the, the message these other people are putting out there is, you know, I, you know, and you know this, like, <laughs> This is something that was, you know, over the past like year or two, you know, the whole natural versus unnatural weight loss. Like 
there's, you know, I, I think you can take pride in your journey and the work that you did, but the, the, the line that I think too many people cross in every community is it's not just that I did this and this is how I did it. It's my doing it this way makes me better than you. I'm a better person. I'm more likely to be successful than you because I did this, you know, and that is something I see so many people getting hammered with now, you know, low carb people specifically get hammered with it because it's the whole idea. Like you're taking away foods that if you don't, if you don't eat them every day, yeah, you can't gain you, muscle without you're carbs. Gonna, you're, or you can't, you can't gain muscle without carbs or, you know, you're going to want to have cake at some point, And so you'll never have, right. they're telling you, you can never have cake again. So don't follow them. So and that, then immediately in the next breath, they're saying, I will teach you how to 100% lose weight, eating all of the foods that you love. And then what does that message boil down to? Portion control. You know, it's a, yep. don't get weight loss surgery, just portion control. Like, yep. If it was just eat less and move more, if, right? It's which is so ironic because, like, I think especially that when we were first coming into you know coming into the social media weight loss space six or seven years ago, anyone who said eat less, move more were the people that were getting attacked. Like that was the people that were getting attacked because the the sad fact of all of this is there is no one answer for every person. No, exactly, and like the the part that really makes me feel a certain way about all this is social media in general is like our biggest hub for everything now right so not like not a lot of people watch regular television anymore unless it's a streaming service so they're getting all of their information from social media so there are people on social media outlets that will make the decision to never do something that will potentially change their life for the better because someone they follow is telling you it's the wrong thing to do. And that's what irks the shit out of me. And I'm not just saying that from a weight loss surgery perspective. I'm saying that for all avenues of weight loss equally. You know, it really just boils down to who you're getting your information from. Because if you follow someone who's who's anti-keto, you may never decide to try a ketogenic diet, you know? Or if you if you follow someone who's all about bashing weight loss surgery, you'll never even consider having it done when maybe you're at the point where that might be the best consideration of your life, you know? And we can, we can wrap GLP-1s and weight loss medication into that. We can wrap every single diet into that because that's how that's how influential these these figures are and and that's how um hungry people are for information mm-hmm. right because people will take information they see on social media and take it as bond like they'll take it as the holy scripture and that's not the case it's really not um i, I it's just go ahead. Well, i know and and i think what something that is a, a concurrent line running with all of this is are there people like I, I will say this, you know, I can say this speaking for the community that I stand in. Are there people in the keto community that still will tell you that it's carbs that make you fat and that this is, you know, the only way you're going to lose weight is is by following a ketogenic diet? Yes, of course there are. Are there people in the weight loss surgery community who will say the only way for a human being to, to successfully lose weight and keep it off is through weight loss surgery? There oh, are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, or or and, and, they'll, they'll, they'll say, I can eat whatever I want and still lose weight. You know what I mean? Right. So they put, so there are people, you know, that's the problem is like what I think all of this comes down to and part of what we want to talk about tonight. And I don't think we have to necessarily get into it yet is like how you, how you filter the material, you know, how do you take all that information out there? How do you figure out if someone is being 100% truthful is, is actually giving you real resources? Because let's also be, you know, the other thing besides like, you know, anger and and kind of being mean towards other people that we see a lot right now the other thing is like fear-mongering like heavy fear-mongering like that food is going to kill you that form of exercise is going to kill you you know i saw someone who i follow who is just like basically he's like a, a lifter who's kind of goofy and does really dumb stuff and acknowledges that he does really dumb stuff but you know he he made a point that i was like wow in the middle of this 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 it's i don't know if anyone follows him um, his name, I think it's, I think his handle is like Tommy Gaines. He okay. checks, he'll be like, you know, a six pack of four loco. Will this pre-workout? And then d- makes a little <laughs> video about it. Like silly stuff. Like right. he, his, one of his big shticks is like, will it, will it protein shake? 
and he'll mix like a bottle of Ciroc and protein powder and drink it. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it's insane. Like some of the stuff he does, it's it's nasty. Um, but he made the point that people. Well, now I'm losing my point because I started to get distracted by some of the nausea <laughs> that comes up when I think about some of the things that he does. <laughs> but he was making he was he was making the point that we were too often as people like get locked into that this is the only right way to do something. And I'm honestly, my brain is farting. I'm very old and I'm losing the direction I was going when I was bringing him up, but he, he made a really good point. That <laughs> was, was salient to what we're talking That's about. That's really you know, awesome. It's I'm really glad awesome. made such a this, point. <laughs> so now I've promoted him and have done nothing to tell you that there's anything worth, you know, actually following his following for. Yeah. But we, it was, it was going into this, I, <laughs> this place of <laughs> what is it? You know, what tool, you know, what path are you following and like listening? Oh, I think it had to do with, you know, where you get your resources from. And oh, here we go. Everyone listening to this show, I apologize because I literally just had a brain fart and completely forgot the point I was trying to make. <laughs> I remember it right now. So we're going to come back to you it. Put, so you I'm pulled not going to so hard. Yeah, I don't even know what just happened there. There's a part of me that would want to edit that out, but maybe just let people hear the. It, was it a stroke? I don't really know what happened. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's all just take a deep breath. Um, he was talking about fear mongering in the, you know, the, the gains space, you know, the, the lifting space, you know, this exercise is killing your gains. Eating this is killing your gains. Doing this is going to kill you as a person. Like, that's a big thing. Like people that want, you know, do videos where every video they're wandering a supermarket and picking something up and being like, Oh, this has such and such in it. It's going to, that will kill you. Don't give it to your kids. You're going to kill your kids. Like, that yeah. voracious I was, language. I was watching. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm you, sorry. you did not. I was saying I was watching a video this morning actually while I was on the bike, and it was it was a doctor saying that a uh, a cup of grapes has the same amount of sugar as a Hershey's bar. So the interviewer on the podcast was like, "So, so you're basically saying that you know you shouldn't have a cup of grapes," and like. The guy was like, well, it has as much as a, as a Hershey bar. And he goes, so you're saying to the people that are listening to this podcast that because of grapes, which you, your body totally processes the sugar different, because it has the same amount of, uh, of sugar as a Hershey bar, that people should go out and eat a Hershey bar? And like the, the guy was just like basically stumped. But like if that was his own content and that's what he was putting out – and again, the guy is a doctor, right? So a guy with a PhD – you can't even trust that, right? Well, because some of this stuff comes down to logic too, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it, it, and that's what the thing is like. It's it's not logic. Like what I love though is so I hate reaction videos. Like I, I've made that clear on this podcast. I think before. I just think people reacting to other people doing things. I it's to me it's like the pinnacle of where humanity is at this point. Like especially when it's a reaction to a reaction of a reaction. Uh, which happens, people pay attention, you know, watch YouTube shorts or Instagram reels flip through and eventually you're going to see some of them. But there are some pretty big influencers out there that, you know, especially in the quote unquote, you know, like clean eating, paleo, keto space, like that'll say like, if you see this ingredient on a label, stay away from this food. And then the person will cite that same person who told you to stay away from that ingredient two videos back telling you to buy something with that ingredient in it, like inconsistently because it is, it's inconsistent inconsistency from an uninformed place. That is just about like keeping you to, to follow like one set of dogma instead of encouraging you to open your mind, learn what things mean. Like the biggest thing that, you know, when I went through this myself, when I was first, cause like my, my weight loss journey that happened in like 2000, 2010 to 2013, I was paleo. So for me, I was huge into the whole, now did Instagram didn't exist then. So this was um, on a blog and on Facebook that I would be like, if you can't, you know, if you don't know what an ingredient is, you shouldn't eat the food. You know, that was a big, I was big into pushing that. And I still see people pushing that now. Whereas personally now, I would rather say to someone, if you want to eat something and you don't know what an ingredient is, you can very easily, you hold in your hand the most powerful computing device to ever exist. Google what the ingredient is ingredient is and it will tell you what it is because often big words are used on food labels that translate to be things like you know salt um sugar like 
things that we know and can understand and can comprehend. But it's that use of fear because what happens is I tell you that you shouldn't eat this and this is going to kill you and this is the wrong thing to do. But if you buy my PDF, I'm going to give you a shopping list that'll tell you all the things that you can eat. You know, you should always buy my PDF. Right. Buy this book, buy my book, you know, subscribe to my website and I'm going to give you the answers that, you know, no one else is willing to give to you. When the reality is, is a lot of this information is out there. You could find it on your own. It's just a little bit of work to, to try to get into it. But it's that, again, it's that use of fear to get views. Like, telling you that... Yeah, every, everything is about likes and follows now. Well, everything. I, and some of the things that I'll say here are probably things that are going to make some, some people that I care about and like in the keto community mad at me. But, like, mm -hmm. the hatred... Let's talk about, like, fear-mongering around, like, diet sodas. Like... Oh, yeah. As Aspartame oh, is going to so kill much. you. Ugh. And it was just classified as a quote-unquote carcinogen. But yep. the reality is is that not every carcinogen is, is rated the same. And mm -hmm. if you actually read into the study, the dosage for it to have a carcinogenic effect is you have to drink 50 diet sodas a day or 60 diet sodas a day to get the dosage, you know, for it to show so for the For it impact. to be a carcinogen. Got so... But people love to say, like, and what I love is that there are people out there that are saying diet soda, yes, was was aspartame classified as a carcinogen. It was at the same level as your cell phone that you hold up to your head every day. Like Every day. every You're not willing to put your cell phone down. If someone, yep. and, but what it all comes back to is like, if someone having a diet soda helps them stay on track with their diet and weight loss then drink the fucking then drink the soda like we, i'm we sorry are, i forgot can i curse yeah, on here or not yeah, i forgot I, I wouldn't do it as much as you normally would but you can when okay. it comes out Thank but you. it's that idea like this is like if using a tool or a path or a food helps you stay consistent with your health goals to move the big rocks like often a lot of times these things that are fear-mongering are, are about like fine-tuning dials when you haven't put your foot on the gas pedal yet like you're you're tuning you're worrying about tuning the radio when you haven't figured out how to turn the ignition on the car on. Like so, might it be good for you not to have a lot of like to to load up on artificial sweeteners, to load up on processed oils, all that crap, whatever. Sure, but if having some mayo that has canola oil in it allows you to stay on track with your eating plan, do it. Like. Focus on those little things when you've gotten past the big hurdles and you're starting to build healthy habits. You're not going to die today if you have a can of diet soda. So don't worry about that today. Like if it allows you, like that's the thing like that just gets me. And then you see human trial studies that show that for people that drink diet soda versus people that drink water, the people that drank diet soda lost more weight. I don't think there's necessarily a biological correlation. I think it's probably because the people that are drinking diet soda are thinking more about their other food choices. Like there's a lot of things. Probably. That kind of, and, can, and they're probably happy because they didn't get diet soda taken away from them. Right. And so we're like into this place now, like with, with us talking, like where are we just ranting on random topics and things that jump around? Like I, I just want to come back to this idea that like this negativity and fear mongering are tactics that people are using. And mm -hmm. They're not things that they would someone would say to your face in the real world. Like I want everyone, oh, yeah. I want every person listening out. Like especially because the the two jackholes that we started this discussion, you know, kind of basing the the idea of this discussion around like them. They were they were going hard at people that have weight loss surgery, like going really hard at that. And if you're someone out there who's at a point where you feel like you've tried other ways of losing weight and you're investing or you're just investigating weight loss surgery because a doctor has said to you, if you don't make a, a drastic change soon, you're going to die. Cause there are a lot of people out there that are like that. Like continue with what you're doing, you know, continue that investigation. Don't let an idiot who has a ton of followers on social media be the person that changes the path that you're taking. You know, listen yes. to what people are like. And so that's what, you know, one of the things I do want us to, you know, maybe we can kind of shift to talk about is like how to mm -hmm. process that information, how to pay attention to it. Like, and I think one of the big things is don't believe anything anyone says. Like even me and John, no, we're mean, talking you, tonight. You like, got to find, you have yeah, to make, verify it for yourself. Like right. that's the big thing for me is like, I want people to, if I give information out to people, I want them to take that information and maybe it's about something you can try for yourself. Like when I talk to people about like goal setting and action planning and those things, like 
some of the tools I share might work for you. Some of them might not. Like, yeah. understand that you're an experiment of one. So finding the right path for you is the right path. It's not about seeing, because it, it can be exciting for someone who's trying to find their way, you know, through, a, through their path of a weight loss journey to see other people's success, to see your success, to see my success, and, to and, see Poro's like, success, and immediately be like, I want to do everything that John did. I, exactly, yeah. word for word, you know, John, just tell and me exactly, can. you know. Exactly. And, and, and like, it's so, it, and that's what everyone needs to realize is like this weight loss journey is, is so tailored to, to you, right? Like what, what's going to work for me is not going to work for Gourmet. It's not going to work for Anthony. It's not going to work for Poro. You know, it's, it's, it's just not going to work for the next guy. And so much of this is trial by fire and there is excitement in that, right? <clears throat> But there is also the learning curve. There's the feeble mind of, you know, facing these challenges, right? Because it takes a lot of courage to look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, today's the day I'm going to make a change, right? And then once you decide to make that change and, you know, you're kind of kicked in the balls a little bit because maybe the change you're trying to make is now is now getting talked down on people from people that you respect, you know, so now now you think you need to change your process again and again and again, and you haven't even tested these processes yet. That's what drives me nuts. So yeah, always verify your sources. Always, always test the things that these people are saying and putting out there and see if they work for you. Um, there's a lot of naysayers out there. There's a lot of uh, self-proclaimed experts out there. So you really need to be careful, obviously, about who you follow and the information that you take in. But there also is a line of like, don't forget that you're a person. You know, you make your own decisions. You have your own brain. You know, I'm sure most of the people that listen to this podcast, they're somewhere, you know, they're they're over 18 years old, right? Like, you, you, you can make your own decisions. Just because you started a weight loss journey doesn't mean that you've, you've lost the um the ability to make your own choices it, it, in fact you're you're giving yourself more ability to make choices okay time for a quick break to talk about the show's sponsor which is john shane's performance gains john is a frequent guest on the program you know him as the keto road and he's created two products that i use regularly including the true endurance caffeine free pre-workout so you, it's a pre-workout you can take in the morning at night in the afternoon and not worry about it affecting your ability to sleep or anything along those lines. And it also has a great boost of energy from ketones. Energize Reds is a recovery drink. It's got super fruit, antioxidants, a boost of electrolytes, and a little bit of matcha tea in there to give you energy and also help you recover from your workouts. It's something you want to take regularly, and I take it daily. So if you are interested in either of these products, use the link in the show notes and our new code, which is Fat Guy, so John will know if you're coming from this show. And if you're looking to support the program and try something new for yourself, this is a great way to get into it. So if you have any questions about these products, you can let me know because I'm using them. But also, go check them out. Link in bio. Use that code FATGUY. Save yourself 5% and support the show. Back to the program. Well, and I, I think you're right because I think one of, and I think I said this on an episode recently, but, you know, we're approaching episode 250 of this podcast and so subtracting for repeat visits and solo episodes and that sort of thing there have probably been over 200 guys different guys on this show and i think yeah that's incredible the, the one thread that ties together all of their stories when it comes to successful weight loss is the idea that they were willing to acknowledge that they had to do the work themselves regardless of what that work looked like and that they had to be willing to adapt and adjust for the things that are going to affect them personally and do the things that they needed to do, like to take their own needs into account and realize that you can't just copy what, like, look at the fact that like, you know, we could hammer in on either of our, you know, our, our quote unquote communities. Like there are a thousand different ways to approach a ketogenic diet. There are, a, you know, many, many, many hundreds of different ways for people to live a sustainable life through weight loss surgery, not never mind the fact that there are different weight loss surgeries, never, you know, let, and let's bring into this discussion, like, cause I also think, you know, one of the, one of the big things that's out there right now is like, is the GLP one medications. And the fact that there are people seeing some incredible results using these medications that were not able to get those results any other way. And 
are not, you know, not having the, you know, not everyone has the same side. Every, every way of eating has side effects. Like, but the sheer fact that people now who have like, and this is the thing, honestly, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take a strong position. One of the things that gets me the most is seeing people that have had weight loss surgery say that people who use medication are taking the easy way out and are doing it wrong. Like, are there, are there people in other communities doing the same thing? Yes. But I follow a, a few significant accounts in the weight loss surgery world. And that person sitting there saying, you know, especially because I've heard some people say things like, you don't need the medication. You just need to figure out your relationship with food and change your portions. And I just want to be like, you made a very hard decision to do something that, you know, opened yourself up to, you know, the like, let's be realistic. Anytime you go under anesthesia, you could possibly not come out. So I give everyone credit who has made that decision. So you made this incredible decision for yourself. You know, you had surgery. It changed your life. That's wonderful. If someone else is using a, med a medication, which is another medical procedure, why throw negativity at them? It's the same thing when someone is like, you know, someone in the keto community is like this person who is following this way of eating. Like we have infighting in the keto community about people doing quote unquote clean keto versus dirty keto and really negatively hammering on each other about it. But like when I see people now, like it's, we're going to move into this phase where I think the medications are going to become the thing that people want to attack. And well, should, I think we're already there. I think we've been well, there. Well, I think we are like, I just think it's, I'm seeing more and more voices in every camp every day kind of coming out and saying, don't do that, do this instead. And it's like, you don't, you mean, I've worked, I, I've worked as a coach, I've worked with clients that are using the medications. And I've worked with clients who, you know, specifically people that struggle with like strong food addiction, have felt incredible mental relief from using the medication. And do they understand going in that this is a long term medication? This isn't a short term thing. This isn't a pill you take for two weeks, and everything's great. Like their eyes are wide open about the possible side effects about everything, but they are seeing, you know, they're, it's almost like they're ready to cry because of the way things have changed for them using that medication much in the same oh, way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, it's, it's extremely life-changing for a lot of people. Like I know a lot of people that are on the GLP ones right now. Um, and they're having fantastic results. And, you know, I know people within the weight loss surgery community that have had successful weight loss um, through weight loss surgery and then maybe hit a plateau, kind of lost their footing, whatever the case may be. And these GLP ones are bringing them back to where they need to be. You know, I think GLP ones are, are truthfully going to change the game on so many levels. Um, before I was educated enough about them, I didn't know how I felt about them. But again, I didn't know. So I wasn't going to hop on social media and talk bad. I wasn't going to say anything negative about the people that are having great results from it. Because again, I didn't know. And I'm not going to stick my foot in my mouth over something that I don't know. Um, I think long game, you're going to see GLP-1s kind of be that first stepping stone before... I think a doctor kind of turns around to you, turns around to a patient and says, okay, maybe now is the time that you consider bariatric surgery. I think one, that's going to happen. And then two, like I just said from my other example, I think it's going to be a way for those who have had um, bariatric surgery who may have fall, fallen off the wagon or just not having the results that they were maybe a year or two ago, you know, kind of get them back going again. Um, but to sit here and badmouth people and the decisions that they're making to change their life, like is is really just something that I can't get past. Like it, well, you know, I have this conversation with my wife. It, it bothers me. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what it is because isn't it? It's it's the same exact. It's the same exact judgment that people put, have put on people that you know have weight loss surgery. You know, you you haven't thought this through. You don't know the decision you're making. You don't know the possible long term ramifications. Right. You're just doing this flippantly. And Believe me, everyone who's about to go under a surgery, they've thought it through. Right. You and, know, I'll, like, and I'll be honest, like, have I had guests on this show who were like, I I never tried to lose weight on my own. I made the decision to have surgery. A month later, I had the surgery. And some of them did great. Some of them didn't do great. Like, are there, are right. there outliers? You know, are there outliers in every facet of this community like let's not let's you know like every every type of weight loss community like let's not get back into 
saying that the person's tool is wrong. Like, remember, like if you're that person out there that is researching a tool, whether it's weight loss surgery, whether it's GLP ones, whether it's keto, whether it's paleo, whether it's Weight Watchers, whether it's Jenny Craig, whatever it is, don't ever let an outside voice like be that person that sh- that shines that negativity makes you make a on you. Yeah. That influences right. your decision. You know, like it's you know, and yes, could we get into the nitty gritty of like family members that say things or things along those lines? But honestly, like. My 100% advice to someone out there who's like, I'm just seeing all this negativity and I don't know how to navigate my way through it, you know, or that person, because let's this, I think this does also spill over into the space of people that just want to be negative about bigger people in general, you know, that just want to say, I don't want to, I don't want to see fat people at the gym. I don't want this, like, I don't want this to be, you know, I don't want to have to see, you know, a fat person eating in public. I don't want to see these things. Like if that person isn't someone that you, if you don't like, I always like to say like, and I, cause I heard someone say this once before, like, if you don't have my phone number, I'm not going to pay attention to your opinion. Like Fact. at the very base level, like if you can't call me and tell me what you're thinking about something I'm doing, I honestly don't care. You know, you have a different opinion. You have a different perspective. That's great. So if you're someone who's out there, if you're a person who is in a larger body and is trying to make change and is going to the gym now or going to a store to buy, you know, clothes so that you can go out for a walk, like do your best to just remember that you know what's best for you. That person who's posting about it on social media, who's telling people that they, they hope people don't lose weight and that they fail. Those are, those people are, are idiots. Like there's no better, you know, we can they use some They don't deserve words. your time. They, they right, don't deserve, they don't deserve your, your watch. energy. They don't, they, yeah, at all. You only have, and let's, let's be realistic. Changing your life and losing a significant amount of weight requires a lot of your energy and your focus. You know, it, it requires a lot of work. You don't have to waste any of that energy on people that are pushing back against you. You know, that's not to say you shouldn't, but you should do research. Like if you're considering taking a GLP-1, research it there's different ones out there like talk to your doctor about which which might be best for you and what's available if you're looking into weight loss surgery talk about what you need to do to get ready for it you know talk to people that have gone through it like yeah find the respectable sources you know they're out there they're like we are all still out here it's just you know the loudest person in the room is not the smartest person in the room you know I, i was taught that a long time ago and you can't you can't take these people's opinion and 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 make it more than it is you know because it's just going to it's going to hold you down it's going to it's going to hold you back because at the end of the, like i keep i keep coming back to this point like and and maybe it's because maybe it's because i've had so much time now and i've been in this for so long but like we do our own thoughts matter our instincts matter and yes sometimes we 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 don't know to listen to our instincts but we have to trust ourselves on this journey because if we don't trust ourselves, we're really not going to make it to the finish line. Not that there really is like a, a cemented finish line in this, but we're not we're not going to hit those goals that we're striving so hard to hit because again, outside influences don't matter. And this this is some tough love for someone who is out there seeing all this negativity and getting wrapped up in it. You got to pull yourself out of it. Like you have to realize that other people can have their opinions and we don't have to feed into those opinions. We don't have to support them. You know, the, the greatest thing ever invented on social media is the unfollow button, the block button. You don't have to Absolutely. let someone show up on your feed, block them. It doesn't matter. One, they're not going to me. I'm the hothead, you know, like I'm a hothead. I'm the first person to try to go back at someone in my comments. And in my old age now, I've, I've kind of learned that you can't, you can't go after everyone who's trying to start a fire, you know, because some people are really just out here trying to get a rise out of you, trying to make you feel a certain way, think a certain way, act a certain way. And you can't give them that satisfaction that they're looking for. Um, and I had a better point that I was trying to bring home, mm-hmm. but I just had a gourmet moment here. See, you had a gourmet moment. But I, but I think it's, it is about that idea that, like, even when you try to get into, one, debating things on social media is never a, never a positive thing for anyone. Like, you're never going to get anywhere. You're not going to change someone's, you know, at, in your heart, you want to change someone's minds and feelings, like, mind and feelings. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Like, oh, what I was going to say too is like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, to cut you ahead. off. But, no, like, that, that brought but you sometimes back you it. have to, so, sometimes you have to learn to to shut the phone, you know, get off the app, 
Um, guys, I lived on social media for the last seven years. I lived on social media. The other day, I got a notification on my phone that said my screen time on social media was down like 45%, right? I went from like eight hours a day to less than two and a half or whatever the math is on that, whatever it is. And I was significantly proud of myself because, and the reason for this is because of what's going on on social media right now. And it's a shame. Because I used to look forward to watching people's content. I used to look forward to that inspiration that other accounts would give me. Because, yeah, I may have lost 300 pounds, but like I'm still out here looking for a little bit of drive, looking for that motivation, looking for that inspiration. And the people that I used to be able to lean on for that, I can't go on their pages anymore. Because they've changed. So now I do my business on social media, I talk to the people that I need to talk to, and then I close the app. Because... I know that whatever's on in that app is going to either make me really, really upset, make me mad, and possibly make me post something that I'm I might regret. You know, and it's gonna it's gonna that small bit of anger is going to snowball into so much more, right? So if your problem is binge eating, like you could see this stuff and then go off and Go binge eat your feelings out. And like, I don't want that. That's not what what weight loss social media is supposed to be about. 100%. And I think it it goes back to that idea of like, you control your time there. You control, you, you curate who you follow. Does the algorithm mess all that up like and try to throw things in front of you? Of course it does. But if you are only following specific, you know, and I know someone's going to listen to this and be like, well, then you're creating an echo chamber that just agrees with you. Good, honestly. Like, if you are just following 25 people that are positive and are supporting what you do, that's not an echo chamber. That's not you trying to have, like, your, some wild idea just bounced around by people that agree with you. That's you saying, this is what's good for me. You know, and I think that I the intersection of mental health and social media is something that you know, I'm sure a lot of people have been studying and talk about like, but for ourselves, like we have to realize that there are times where it's best for us to turn it off, you know, and step away and look at the connections we we have that are offline, that it can be just as supportive. And that's not to say like, some of the people that supported me the most on my journey have the people that I connected with online, and I consider to be true friends. And, you know, I stay connected with those people and watch what they're doing and, and those things. But I think otherwise, like, I don't, you know, I think the, the, the cool phrase with the hip kids um, <laughs> is doom scrolling. Like, it's oh, that I don't idea even know that, what that is. It's, it's that idea of it's, it's, it's mindlessly flipping, like when you're flipping through reels and stories and things along those lines, and it's just getting more and more negative And like, it's allowing you to kind of like echo the negativity you feel inside of yourself. And you just stay in that dark place. And it feeds into depression and, and other other challenges like that. Like, understand that sometimes taking care of yourself is shutting out some of these negative voices and not being afraid. You know, no one realistically, none of these people are going to notice if you unfollow them. They're just not, no, not like, at all. They're not going to notice if you unfollow them or block them. They're not going to care. And if they did, you block them. Who cares? Like yeah. it's Gorm- something Gormy that I, blocked me a year ago. I still right. don't know about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you stopped, po- all you posted about was, was, uh, you know, your wedding and, um, Steve having a baby, so it gets a yeah. little it gets a little tiresome. Um, Absolutely, but it's that idea that like you don't, and this is where it, I start to sound like harsh about social media. Like you don't owe anyone on social media anything. So if it is causing something negative in your life, even if it's just stress or anxiety or slight anxiety or any of those things, you can take yourself away from that. You can change what you're looking at. You can use a different platform. You can close your account and you can start over. I know people that have done that. I know people that built really huge followings and the negative impact of that really huge following that was having in their life caused them to say, I just need to, to close that account and start over. Well, and, I have two points to make from that. Go ahead. So first point, I, so I'll just, I'll say them by name because we've mentioned them so many times on this podcast now. So I had a problem with the Vision Twins a year and a half ago, Right. I voiced my opinion directly to them about the content that they were posting. I made a post about it. I went off the rails about them 
over a year and a half ago. And I didn't like how that made me feel afterward, right? Now, fast forward a year and a half later, they start doing this stuff online, right? I wasn't surprised when this started to happen. So while the world was burning and everyone was was freaking out about the content that they were posting, I was sitting there like, I kind of told you so, but I, w- I wasn't getting as mad as everybody. And I, I think that allowed me to step back and kind of see everything as a whole and see like what it really was for, for what was going on. And it was kind of calming, kind of euphoric, kind of like I felt growth because again, like I mentioned before, like I'm the first person, if I believe in something and I truly like, I truly believe in, in, in social media weight loss, right? That whole community. And I, I feel like I've done a good job of kind of putting that community on my back. Like if I feel like there's an outsider kind of talking down upon all of us, I get mad and I get heated and I didn't feel that way this time because I knew that that's where they were going to end up, you know, that unfortunately these people that people looked at as, as, as respectable um, examples were just out here to, as the kids say, get the bag. You know what I mean? Like that's just, that's just what they were doing. Now, what Gourmet was saying before about um, people that have huge followings and it negatively impacting their mental health and whatnot, um, when Gourmet, Anthony, and I were setting up to do the podcast last time and before we got on the air, I was telling uh, Gourmet about how, you know, in October I had this huge pop on social media and I gained. Uh, I gained like a hundred thousand followers within like five days, right? And it was the most mentally exhausting, anxiety-ridden five days of my entire life, right? Like, Gormy had made the joke, you know, because we're boys, and was just like, "Oh, you, you must, you know, you were probably so happy, like you were probably staring at your phone the whole time." And Anthony, I was talking to Anthony while all this was happening in real time. And I was literally texting him like, dude, I can't even look at my phone. Like I need to hide my phone because I was literally, there was just something inside me that was just like eating at me. And I, and, and, and I didn't know what it was. And it was just like this, this thing, this, I just can only call it, call it like anxiety. It was a panic attack. It was like a five day long panic attack and the worst imposter syndrome I had ever felt in my life. And again, I've been doing this for for seven or eight years now, and I've I've literally posted myself naked on social media, scars, tissue, and all. Like, and for some reason, that influx put me in such a dark place. Um, I didn't eat for five days. You know, like I was scared to look at my phone, and I had people around me that were calling me and texting me and congratulating me on this huge accomplishment. And I look back on it now and I, and then, and I think like, I couldn't even enjoy that ride, you know, like, cause yeah, it is a thrilling kind of thing, you know, like, and looking back on it, it's just like, I was scared. I don't even know what I was scared of, but yes, like having a massive amount of following, it can, you know, it takes a lot out of you. It, it, and you know, you kind of put yourself under a microscope and I think, I think these people that are are doing this type of content, like they forget that, you know, Um, when people make comments, because people make nasty comments on my stuff a lot now, um, because more, more eyes are seeing it naturally. So people, these people forget that, like, you're a real person behind that screen, you know, and some of the comments that are made to me, man, like, I would never say some of this stuff to someone ever. Not in my right mind. And for someone to actually take the time out of their day to not only watch your entire video, but then to curate a paragraph just eating you up and and, and trying to discredit years of hard work and then decades of trauma and trying to say that you are not an equal or 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 you don't deserve to be respected for the things that you literally cried and and were up countless nights 
you know, upset over. Like, it just, it's just a horrible feeling. Like, and I know there's people listening to this and, and I know that there's people on the, on here that, you know, have, have been bullied or, you know, they've experienced some sort of bullying in real life or cyberbullying or what have you. Um, I just want those people to know that the people that are doing those things and saying these things, they are so insecure about themselves and, and the life that they live. And most of the time, the bullying only comes out of jealousy. So like if you have people that are doing this to you, just know you're probably doing something right because you're making them very uncomfortable. And to keep doing what you're doing. So yeah, bullying definitely I mean, I look at bullying in two ways. I was bullied, you know, I was I was cyberbullied before cyberbullying had a had a word, right? Um, I mentioned that on previous episodes on here. So when Facebook was super young and, and MySpace was still around, like people would, would bully me online and it was what it was, you know? And I look at bullying like, yeah, it was definitely a fuel that helped me change my life. And maybe if I wasn't bullied, I would not have gone as hard or whatever the case may be. But it also negatively impacted me so much, you know? I still have trauma that I'm working out. I still, you know, I'm in therapy right now, you know, uh, um, and I'm just unpacking all of this. So if you're experiencing any type of bullying, just know that like, you, you're not alone. Your voice is heard. Um, and those people that are doing those things to you, they think so low of themselves that they just they just feel like they need to bring everyone around them as low as they are and it's not you it's 100 percent not and I, I appreciate you sharing that because i think it's something that people need to hear and i think it goes back to one of the things you said in there which was really about remembering that every person on here is a person you know you're not talking to ai chatbots like you're dealing with real people so Two, there's two sides to that. One, if you're someone out there who is just going around and rampantly posting negativity in people's space, you know, in the in the space for people to see or commenting in that way, I would love for you to take a moment and say, would I say this to a person's face if I was talking to them in person? And if you would, and you're not willing to wait for a reaction from a person in, in real time, then it's probably not something to say. And if you are someone that's on the receiving end of it, realize that's that's the biggest thing that it comes down to in this space is you have the right to block, unfollow, and take a break whenever you need it for your mental health. Like you have a right to do that. Like don't ever feel like you continue to, you know, especially people out there listening or people that have been on the show and are dealing with the struggles of weight loss and weight gain and regain and all of those challenges, like at the end of the day, you need to do what's best to take care of you and your mental and physical health. And it's not about owing. It's not about owing thing. You know, you can have 150,000 followers and say, I'm taking a week off. Like you can have, you know, 2 million people following you and say, you're not going to comment on something that they all want you to comment on. Like, because um, really at the end of the day, unless you're someone who's making, you know, if you're making your full-time job, social media and, you know, you've got people in, you know, paying for specific content from you, you know, then you're dealing, it's almost like it's become a business at that point. It's a different animal. But if you're someone who's just out there sharing your story, even if it is a part of like some of the business that you do, like realize that what you owe people, you know, you can sometimes say, yeah, if, could that get me some more views if I were to comment on that? But I know it's, it's also going to make me not feel good for a couple of days. Think about how you feel you know, when you're offline, you know, and the, and the impact there and like fact, give yourself, give yourself the grace to realize that you don't have to participate. You don't have to, you don't have to, we've been talking about like a big mucky, ugly part of all of, of, and you know, we could also come back and do another hour on the positives. Like there are so many positives and you know, I don't want us to take, we're not going to take that time tonight because we just don't have it, but understand that there's, there are so many positive things that you can do with these tools. But we want you to know that if you're in a place where you're experiencing the negative side of it, that you're not, nothing's telling you that you have to quote unquote, stay in that room. 
Like you can walk out the door. Like you can yeah, do, and I, and you I can hope do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Go ahead. Absolutely. I mean, and I just hope when people listen to this, like that they don't, they don't look at this as like an hour of us just being, you know, solemn and, and negative. Like, you know, obviously they're not going to want to run through a wall after this conversation, but like, I want, I want those people that are, are facing these negative things online to realize like the good guys are still out there. You know, you, you just got to look for them. And there's people online that definitely want to see you succeed. And, you know, it's not all promo codes, buy my ebook, buy my merch, um, you know, because I don't know, man, like I got 130,000 followers and I don't sell one goddamn piece of merch. I don't I don't push an ebook. Um, and I just want to see people live the life that is similar to the life I'm living right now, because I've been 520 pounds. I've almost died. And. It was the shittiest time of my life. And now I have so much to be thankful for. I have so many blessings in my life. And I know that I would not have probably any of it if I did not make the decision to change my entire life. You know, weight loss surgery on or off the table. Like, if I just didn't make the decision to get into the gym, period. And to start taking control over the things I can control, I would not be living the life I'm living right now. Amen, man. Well, John, I, I do have one more thing I want to bring up for us to talk about tonight, but I feel like that's a good place to wrap up this first part of our discussion. So if people do want to follow someone that's positive and that's you, where do they find you? You can find me on all social media platforms at JARP's Journey. That's J A R P S underscore Journey. And um, this is going to be the first time I've ever actually said this to you know any viewers anywhere. I've started writing blogs. So if you would like to read some of my blogs, you can go to obesity.net. Nice. Yes. And that's where you can view my blogs. Nice. Well, I'll put links yeah. to all of that in the show notes for this episode. John, there is one other thing before I let you go because it's getting late out there on the East Coast. I do want to I do want to yes, acknowledge – the day that we're recording, it's it's January 10th, uh, 2024. It is the 25th mm-hmm. anniversary of the premiere of The Sopranos. Yes. It doesn't doesn't it really is. relate to the fat guy form, but it does because there were a lot of fat guys on there. Um, so I just wanted <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to acknowledge that. So since I can't run you to the fat guy five because I've done that so many times, I wanted to ask you as an, as a fan of the show. Um, what's your favorite episode of The Sopranos ever? Um, it's honestly a tie between the pilot and, um, obviously Pine Barrens mm. or Blue Comet. All right. So it's a three-way tie. Which is fine. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's your answer. So it is my answer. And that's what I'm going to lock in. Uh, I figured, I figured. I just figured it was nice for us to, you know, and I also want to rub it in that Anthony's not here this week for us to be able, you know, I didn't record, for, uh, I, did, I didn't record with him on the 20th anniversary and he's been making some posts about it today. So I figured it was good knowing that That's he right. will listen for us to acknowledge the fact that you got. To and if you have, if you have not, li- if you have not watched the Sopranos at this point, I mean, you definitely, you definitely need to do that because it's the greatest television show ever made. And, and that's just all there is to it. And at some points, you know, you can you can start. The best thing I think about watching it for people that have never watched it isn't just that it's a great show with some really, in you know, great characters doing some not so nice things. So you get to see how you can like you can like someone and then realize that they're not really a great person. Um, but you you get to find out what all the memes actually mean because there are so many Sopranos memes and they're all over the place today. That's so funny. Like. Just the fact that, like, you understand what what a chubby a chubby balding guy staring at a pool full of ducks means. You get to understand, yes. you know, a little kid getting upset because there's no ZD. What that means, like, you can you yep. can you can figure out what all those memes are, and there's a lot of them. So, so what? No fucking ZD now? Right? Exactly. Exactly. And none tonight. None tonight. You know, it's no, getting tonight. It's getting late out there, John. You should you so, should be worrying about getting, getting yourself low, to bed. But... You should be worrying about getting oh, yourself wait. to bed. Before we log off, did you yeah. watch Echo yet? I haven't watched Echo yet. 
I've been hearing. Okay, not, I've only I, watched the first episode. I have been hearing some not great things, so I'm a little trepidatious about it. No, 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 no. no. Don't. I mean, I, again, I've only watched the first episode, but don't don't listen to the things. I'm ex- I'm I, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm excited for anything that brings the kingpin back. So you know, that's where that's where I'm. Standing. I mean, I will I will say this. I will say this. Disney did a really good job in in making this the Netflix show. If that go. makes sense, like so. If so, if you watch Daredevil on Netflix, you'll you'll appreciate the direction that Disney has taken the show in. There we go. Well, I will take that advice. I'm going to dive into Echo soon, and I'm sure we will talk about that. But everyone else out there, connect with John. I hope that you've enjoyed this this little bit of a different episode where we get a little ranty with reason and purpose, and I think we talked about some really good stuff that. I hope people will think about and process and let us know what you think about it. Like this is, that's what the, that's what the idea of dialogue is about. Dialogue is different than debate. You know, you can disagree with something I believe or John believes, and we're not going to, you know, block you and say you're the worst person on the planet. And if anyone listening out there are people that are participating in that negative space and you're putting that stuff out there, I just want to encourage you to, to think about what your purpose is on social media and what you're really out there for. And if it's, if you're just out there for views, more power to you. But if you're out there really to inspire people and change lives, which is what's in everyone's bios, like make sure that yeah. that's what you're actually doing. So with that, yeah. Amen, John, brother. thank you so um, much for coming to the yep. show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. As always, Gormy, it's always a pleasure, and I will do this show whenever you ask me to. So sounds good. It's always man. good talking to the Fat Guy Forum. And all my friends out there, remember you can, you'll connect with John in the show notes at JRP's Journey. You're going to find his blogs on obesity.net and you can connect yes. with me at Gourmet Goes Keto. And if you do listen to this episode and you haven't followed me before this and you have any questions when it comes to weight loss surgery or just anything in general, shoot me a DM. Let me know you listen to the podcast episode. I will answer. Um, I do a pretty good job of answering. Maybe not Gourmet all the time or my friends, but I will answer. And use make sure you use code FATGUYFORMAN to get, form to get 5% off that answer. Yes, fact. And buy my ebook. <laughs> there we go. Buy his ebook. T shirts coming out soon. Buy my ebook. Um, you That's know, right. T shirts coming soon. Yep. And towels. And after you've gotten your merch, everyone, remember, go out there today. Still continue to do things to amaze yourself because, heck, we're two weeks into the new year and you are still the most amazing people that I know. Then come on back and catch us on the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. Mm-hmm.